Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. Merry Christmas! <laughs> Christmas Eve, hey, and it's I'm uh, yeah, I'm John, and it's episode twenty-two of uh, season two of Transformers Prime. It is Hard Knocks. This episode was directed by Todd Waterman. It was written by David McDermott. And the last time on Transformers Prime, Alpha Trion told Optimus about the Omega Keys, which will bring life back to Cybertron. And Megatron was able to wield the Forge of Solace Prime to craft the Dark Star Saber. Yep. And in this episode, Paul and I are up uh, in the cabin in the woods uh, in front of fire. We're having our warm cocoa here, waiting for Santa Claus. Yes, yes, that that is a thing. NORAD's and, been uh, tracking him. On the ship, speaking of the things in the air that we're tracking, uh, on the Decepticon ship, Soundwave is trying to work by the looks of things, and Megatron is telling him, oh, how awesome it was when Optimus's sword broke. You should have seen the look on his face. Soundwave decodes the location of the next relic slash key, and Knockout says, hey, I hope it's a disruptor can or some weapon. Can I, uh, <laughs> can I go uh, recover it? He hopes it's something practical. And, uh, but Megatron's like, really? I'm surprised you'd risk your finish. And it's like, nope, you've, you failed to get the phase shifter, so no more field trips for you. Sorry. But then he says, yeah, but except this time I have the Resonance Blaster, and which is the w- relic that Soundwave had recovered that he used on Wheeljack. So he says, why don't you let me go hurt some Autobots? And we have our opener. When we come back, we're back at the base and Smokescreen's telling them, like, I'm going to be a great warrior someday. Just like Optimus, you're going to see. It's my destiny. Yeah. <laughs> Dumbass. He is, like, super eager about his opportunity with the Autobots. I'm not going to screw this one up. And RC is, is just, they've had enough. Like, they, I don't blame them. They're <laughs> sick and tired of this guy. She's like, yeah, we get it, man. It's such a damn privilege to have you on the team. <laughs> but uh, Optimus turns and tells them, okay, the next set of coordinates, I've decoded it. Yeah. And um, then he says, uh, our, uh, uh, smoke screen's like, all right, let's go. I'm going to go find the next coordinate. He gets up by the ground bridge. He's doing his stretches, limbering up. And then Optimus says, RC and Bumblebee, you guys go. Yep. He's going to keep smoke screen and bulkhead here just in case, just like last time, in case he finds the third key's coordinates. He can send another team out while they're still looking for the second one. And RC and Bumblebee leave, and Bulkhead smacks Smokescreen on the back, and he's like, ah, it's just a pit stop, buddy. We'll get back on the race. <laughs> yeah. I kind of can't figure out if Bulkhead likes him now or is still annoyed by him, but either way, RC and Bumblebee arrive at what kind of looks like a rock quarry, I think? That's what I had written down as an abandoned quarry beside a lake. Well, you see some equipment yeah, in the background, yeah. but there's nobody. There's no people there. There never is. Yeah, this planet is sometimes deader than Cybertron, but... Um, they as soon as they get there, knockout walks out from behind. Well, the key is right out in the open. Yeah, it's and, like no need to question that. That's yeah. You know. And knockout walks and he's like, "Hey, dipshits." Yep. He's like, "Well, well, well, just the two Autobots I wanted to see." And uh, RC's like, "Look, I'll take out the Mad Doctor. You go get the key." Yeah. So they, uh, she rushes at knockout. Bumblebee rushes at the key, and knockout pulls out the resonance blaster and just blows RC back into the air. Yeah, she goes down, and he then he pins Bumblebee against the rock with it, like he's just constantly firing at him and it's holding Bumblebee against the rock it's hit like there's that much force but then RC comes running up behind him but I guess somehow he hears her and he turns and does the same thing to her and it's so strong it's like fracturing their I want to say exoskeleton but their their shell their casing mm. their the the automobile body uh it's cracking and fracturing it they are like no match for him and commercial break yeah and when we come back the Autobots dig themselves out and RC sees the empty urn or canister whatever we're calling this thing and back on the ship megatron's inspecting the relic and he realizes this is exactly identical to the one that 
I had last time before Optimus took it from me. Yeah, he does not understand the importance of these things, which is kind of an oversight on his part. I expected him to be smarter, but a knockout... I think Megatron even says this is probably a decoy, and Knockout says, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, they just let you have this thing, man. Yeah, he says, no, 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 they fought too hard for this just to be a decoy. This is something important. Mm-hmm. And now Soundwave has the third set decoded, and Knockout's like, wow, Soundwave's on fire, and so am I. I'll go get it. Megatron's like, nah, you keep your vanity in check, but I need your scientific expertise now. We need to figure out what this damn thing is. I like that Knockout and Ratchet are kind of, you know, equivalent roles on different sides. Ratchet is of a sound mind where he says, I'm more important being the scientist rather than fighting out in the field. And Knockout doesn't want to be the scientist. He wants to fight out in the field. Yeah, as long as he doesn't get scratched up. Yeah. So uh, Bumblebee is uh, back at Optimus HQ. Bumblebee is being healed up by Ratchet, the cracks. And RC is apologizing for losing a key to Knockout. She is really taking this hard. Yeah, Ratchet's like, well, the keys are already separated so no one side can put them to use so it's no real use worrying about it for now but optimus is like we we still need to find the other two and smokescreen's like man i wish i was there i'd have and then rc just interrupts and she's like you'd have done what what would you have done retrieve the key yeah um and yeah he, he again he's really his ego needs to be put in check which as we see by the end of this episode, is likely where the story arc is going. But um, RC limps off in defeat. Like, she's really taking this hard. And uh, Bulkhead kind of tells him, dude, this isn't a quick res- like resolution. This is a long fight. We're in it for the long haul. Yeah, like RC and Bumblebee, they aren't slouches, man. And you'd know that if you weren't locked in stasis for the last few million years. And Smokescreen's like, man, that's the point. I have to make up for lost time. And Bulkhead's like, man, slow and steady wins the race. Like, Pace yourself. Which I'm just going to say, this is not about the Transformers, but that's a horseshit moral yes. for kids. Slow and steady is not. The, the, in the rabbit and the hare story, uh, listen to this, dear listener. If you have kids or you've ever heard somebody tell you this, it's bullshit. Slow and steady does not win the race. The moral of the rabbit and the hare, or the tortoise and the hare, whatever, yeah, the rabbit and the hare, the tortoise <laughs> and the hare, is don't get cocky. Yeah. If that rabbit didn't get cocky, all the slow and steady in the world wouldn't have won that turtle the race. Anyway, don't get cocky, which smokescreen is. But uh, he, we then go to uh, to Starscream in the, uh, and he's like refining red energon and ironically it is taking forever yeah he's getting impatient and he's like man you'd think that speed enhancing energon would you it, it wouldn't take as long as regular energon to uh, enhance it or refine it whatever he's doing but either way it finishes the thing dings and he's he holds up the jar and he's like this is it that's all i got out of it yeah it is one maybe two doses at best yep and then his computer picks up decepticon activity and he thinks well i think speed might be more useful than the apex armor to retrieve the relic and i'm thinking why not both but i guess you can't mix them well didn't the autobots gain the apex armor at the end of that fight because smokescreen went to give it to bulkhead oh right? yes, yes yeah yes. yeah that's right too yeah you can wear this he's like oh, i don't need that yeah but uh, back with the autobots optimus has the third set of coordinates decoded so he's just right behind soundwave on this one and bulkhead's like on it boss and smokescreen's all set to go but rc asks bulkhead if he's forgetting something and she holds out the pke meter and when he goes to take it from her she pulls him in and says keep an eye on destiny's child <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was pretty good um so uh smokescreen heads out because his body is too bootylicious for you baby <laughs> and they arrive in this like tranquil forest at the magic hour everything is beautifully lit by the, the setting leaves sun. are falling oh the yeah sunshine and birds are no chirping. humans 
An adult maple leaves, you know what I'm saying? I didn't. And I think in the on the little map it showed that the this was it this trigger was going off in the Pacific Northwest? No, that's the next one. Anyway, they're in a, a wonderful forest, but Dreadwing is already there waiting for them. Yep, he comes out of the trees on a ledge high above them and he transforms and kind of flies down at them. They hit the dirt, and when they get up, they realize that all the trees around them have bombs on them. I don't know how they didn't <laughs> see this before, especially since the bombs are all going, dee, 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 dee. Yes. but they start booking it and the entire forest blows up around them, tree by tree by tree. Well, the entire side of the mountain is exploding by the looks of things. Yeah. At one point, the smoke is rising perpendicular to the slope of the mountain, which is exactly what does not happen with smoke because physics. But they finally stop falling down the hill, basically, and Dreadwing transforms and lands in front of them. Yeah, so Bulkhead says, Smokescreen, you go get the relic. I'm going to hold off uh, Big Boy here. And Bulkhead and uh, Dreadwing start having a fight, and it's a little over the top on the slow-mo. Like, every yeah. swing Bulkhead takes, it's it does that sound effect, and and uh, Dreadwing just dodges the blow. Yeah, and well, the first one, he gets out of the way, and... Uh, then he somehow gets behind him and sticks a bomb to like that tire that is his shoulder. And then Bulkhead just tackles him against a tree. Dreadwing kicks him away. And then Bulkhead runs back and just lays into him with the old one too. Like first a wrecking ball, then a punch. Then he blasts him point blank and it sends him flying literally through a tree yeah. into a boulder. Yeah, and uh, Dreadwing like pulls out his Nokia phone, his flip phone. He's like, "Ah, you <laughs> yes. think you remember what? You think you forgot what happened last time?" He's doo 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 doo, and Bulkhead's like, "Nope." And yep. <laughs> all of a sudden, Dreadwing realizes that somehow the Bulkhead put the bomb on his back. Yep, and he's like reaching around trying to grab, it, and it's that whole thing like the strong man can't touch his own back. But he does manage to finally grab it, rip it off, and throw it. But it, it's too late; it's still too close to him when it explodes. Kaboom! Knocks him on his ass. Yep. And then we go to Smokescreen, who is moving boulders and rocks, and he unearths the uh, the third key at this point, and something shoop, zips right behind him. Yep, he's like, uh, oh, there's the key. Destiny. And then whatever this is runs into him at Mach 3 and knocks him out. And Bulkhead wakes him up, and the key is gone. And Smokescreen starts, oh, I failed Optimus. I blah, 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 blah. And Bulkhead calls in a ground bridge. Yeah, he reminds him, look, uh, I'll we, they need all, either us or the Decepticons, they need all four keys for to do anything. So we just really need to double down on our efforts to protect the one we have while we try and get the other ones. And when they bridge out, Smokescreen is up on a ledge hiding behind thin air. And he has overheard enough of their exposition to realize if he gets all four keys, I can restart Sabotron! Come <laughs> your place! And uh, back at base, Smokescreen is upset that he failed the mission. It's all his fault. Fuck this warrior shit. I'm going to go hoe turnips. And Arcee's like, dude, baby. none of us are batting a thousand either. Like, not even Optimus. So, like, cheer up. And she starts to, like, really just ream him out and just strip him down. And Optimus is like, Arcee, maybe now isn't the time. She's like, no. He needs to hear yeah, this. You made your point. Yeah. And she says, "You, this is not about you. It's not, you're not going to win this war in one glorious fight. You're not going to get your destiny in one battle. This is the long hole. You need to put the team first. Stop trying to be a hero and be a fucking Autobot. I love how she says that, yeah. But that's all of that he's going to take. He just transforms and leaves. He is, and I know Optimus says, look, he's immature. He's young. Just let him go cool off. But yeah, let him clear his head. On, like, even Miko and Jack wouldn't be that touchy. Yeah, but uh, Optimus needs to finish decoding the last Iacon entry so he gets 
back to that and onto the Decepticon ship because, of course, he is. Soundwave is doing the exact same thing, and Megatron is letting Dreadwing have it about coming home empty-handed. Oh, yeah, just reaming him out. And then Soundwave walks up, and Megatron says, hey, I assume that in addition to looking for the relics, you did this thing that we didn't tell anybody you were doing because, surprise, he was looking for the location of Optimus HQ. Yeah, he was burning the candle at both ends lately, and... uh He's getting closer to it, because now the Decepticons know at least the town where the humans that hang out with the Autobots live, and uh, Laserbeak will find out if the Autobots live nearby. Yeah, which, it's not like there's a lot of towns around Jasper, Nevada, I don't think, so for the amount of uh, interactions they've had with the Decepticons in Jasper, Nevada, you think they would have figured out, oh yeah, they are nearby. Anyway, we uh, cut up to Laserbeak flying through the air above the desert, and he is trying to confirm that location. And back at, with the Autobot base, uh, Optimus has the last one decoded, but then it disappears from the map, and he thinks, oh, there might be another layer of encryption. Mm-hmm. And as they're trying to figure that out, the same information appears on the Decepticon screen, and Megatron's like, wait, why is it a picture? What's And it's like, depixelating yeah and again it switches back and forth really fast and bulkhead thinks oh it might be a picture of the relic and ratchet's like what use would that be to us if we don't know where it is doesn't matter what it looks like <laughs> and considering all the keys look the same yes exactly there's that too it's like we know it's a key of course it's not a picture of it but uh, it, it finally does form and the image is of the outline of smokescreen Ooh. And so Megatron first realizes that the final relic is smokescreen, and then it goes back to Optimus HQ, and they're like, what, does he know about it? Why wouldn't he have told us? And they're trying to figure it out, and Ratchet says, likely, he is the relic and doesn't realize it. Yeah. So Optimus tries radioing him. There's no response. And then he orders them, okay, locate his position and open a bridge. And then we go back up to Laserbeak flying through the air. He locates Smokescreen on some random highway. Smokescreen's out having a drive. And Laserbeak opens fire on him. And uh, Smokescreen transforms and he's about to blast him. But then Soundwave blasts him with the resonance blaster from off screen. Yeah. And just as he heads up to grab smokescreen the ground bridge opens up and the autobots arrive yep just in time to see Soundwave drag smokescreen back through his ground bridge i feel it's been a while since we mentioned sir isaac newton so let's just get out the old physics book here okay right newton's three laws of motion well we'll skip over the first one about inertia because it doesn't really matter here Starscream and Smokescreen are about the same size. In fact, I'd say Smokescreen might be a bit bulkier, more massive, if you will. If Starscream just walked up and gently nudged him on the shoulder, nothing much would happen. But he slams into Smokescreen at super high speed, and it lays him out, because force equals mass times acceleration. That's Newton's second law of motion. But hold on, Starscream. Newton's third law states that for every action, there is an equal but opposite reaction. It's not the fall you need to worry about, it's the sudden stop at the end, and this is the exact same thing. Starscream will be in just as bad a shape as Smokescreen after a body slam at Mach 2. So, experiment time, don't worry, it's safe. Get yourself a frying pan and an egg, hold the egg about a quarter of an inch over the frying pan, and let it go. Yeah, not much to get excited over, was it? Now put the pan on the floor and drop the egg into it from as high as you can reach. The egg has the exact same mass, but because the acceleration due to gravity was greater because it fell for a longer time, the force was much greater, and because of Newton's second and third laws, you now have one less step between you and breakfast. You're welcome. 
I just hope you're not a sunny-side-up kind of person because that yoke is going to be broken, son. Uh, oh, wait. I should have told you to put some oil in the pan first, so I hope it's a non-stick pan. Do you ever wonder... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. The next episode Paul and I are going to review is Inside Job. If you want to see a couple inside knobs, you can find <laughs> us on Twitter. I'm at John Sovey. He is at pmcpherson1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you're listening to us with, and uh, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. John, 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 do you hear that? Is that is that reindeer on the roof? It's Santa. Oh, we gotta go to bed. We gotta go to bed. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Ah, it's just a pit stop, buddy. We'll get back on the race.